Hello and welcome to Pop Salsa, a geek-centric podcast where we sift through the recent happenings in movies and TV. I am your host, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy, Ernesto. Hey, everyone. Let's get into it, shall we? Yes. So, new episode of the new year. Yeah. It's uh, daunting, I want to say, or no? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah, a little daunting. Because we have, like, basically what's a blank sheet of paper, right? Mm. And we could do anything we want on it. And we have... Plans. I don't say like big, big plans because we're still a couple years from that. Mm. But we have plans, you know, to help grow the show this year and stuff like that. Definitely, definitely. Up to production value. Hopefully reach out to listeners. Yeah, have the have the more of listener interaction. Yeah. Which is something that, um, you know, would, would be perfect for us if there's a topic out there that, that people want to want us to discuss. Maybe provide a an alternative viewpoint. Mm. Just send it to us, you know. Yeah. Everything's in the description, our link tree. Just check it out. <laughs> you forgot our email. <laughs> our email. <laughs> what was it? Pop Salsa HQ. Our, it's Pop Salsa underscore HQ at Outlook.com. Thank you. And yes, we're using Outlook. Yes, we Don't are. Don't give a shit for that. We, we, we already know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, we have, like Ernesto said, up the production value some more. We have... Um, you know my little office here mm-hmm. is, is our center of ah, operations. This, this is a studio to me. Studio now? Yeah, this is a studio to me. Studio yeah. B side. Studio. B. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's the main studio and then like the old studio that started the company, but it's like run down. Nobody really took care of exactly, it anymore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is a post a pre rundown. Or yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, we have. Hopefully, we can start integrating some more professional equipment up in this up in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, 2023. It, 2022 closed with um, still more fallout from the the, the Discovery Warner merger, the Warner Discovery merger, the takeover. You know, yeah, take your pick. Takeover. Yeah, the hostile takeover. <laughs> you know, the purge. I personally like the purge, but you know, the take purge. Your pick. Yeah, and that spelt had bled into 2023. But I feel yeah. like we should discuss about uh, life and death situation. Mm. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, everybody's heard about this, you know, so there really isn't any more detail we can divulge. We don't have no inside information. <laughs> none of, you know, but yeah, yeah it's, it's a fucking horrific accident, you know? Yeah, what was, like, I, I know all the photos have been posted online of his update, and he's doing, it looks like, relatively well. Yeah. But he just looks messed up. Yeah, that's the one thing that, you know, thankfully he's alive. Right, the, right. And yeah, I start 2023 with yeah. like, guess what? Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner is the most likable Avenger that turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing I'm thinking back to, you know, he's alive, awesome for him, his family, his loved ones and all that stuff. But I do not see how there's a, a way he's going to be 100% after this. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a hard it's a hard swallow to swallow <laughs> it's a hard pill to swallow but like just he, what his chest got caved in basically. yeah there there's more details like when we first uh heard that he was in the critical condition was that oh he his leg got caught in a snowplow accident right which is already yeah. horrific <laughs> what the fuck you know and then as time progressed more and more details has been coming out and they actually released details if not uh the 911 call Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh my, I don't, I don't want to listen no, to that. No, yeah. I've listened to some horrific nine one one calls, and you lose a piece of yourself. Yeah, uh, it's it's horrific, and and um, but yeah. So, I glanced at an article before we started recording today, and it basically said that his whole body was crushed. Oh my god! And I'm thinking, like, how does that ha- like? Obviously, it happened. So, but we're still trying to think about the perplexing answer of how and the only thing i could think of is that he must have left the snowplow in gear mm. and you know what he got jammed or something left it in gear forgot about it went to go check it out and right. it just rolled over him right right yeah yeah because it was 14 tons no 14k fourteen thousand pounds oh jesus yeah it's uh, or it's just the ice maybe i don't know how that works it, maybe it's already in gear and it still slid down because yeah. it sounded like there was a, a blizzard or something going on right yeah like for snow. for those of us uh, for those of you who are who aren't living on the west coast right now we are get, just getting fucked 
Yeah. In a good way because mm-hmm. we need it. <laughs> it's been a while, you know. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a while since it's been raining like this. Yeah. I was a little bit disappointed today. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Because we live so close to the mountains, to the Los Angeles oh, Crest, yeah. and generally when there's a big snow, like a big uh, rainstorm mm. or something, there's at least some snow we could see on the mountains. Yeah. But yeah. I went out and looked, and there was there was no snow. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Um, but yeah, so he was in Reno. Mm. And Reno was getting hit pretty, or got hit pretty bad over the the New Year's. And apparently, he's one of the people who goes like above and beyond to make sure his community is tip top as it can be. You know, I mean, it's a whole bunch of fucking rich people and shit like that, but still, you know. (laughs) Well, still, like, he he doesn't forget his roots, I suppose. I don't know too much about his past, but Mm. for someone who just despite money, he could easily have looked the other way. And not yeah. my problem. <laughs> exactly. Right. And he went out of the way to help someone. And mm, unfortunately. Help, help his community. Right. That proves that there is no God. <laughs> 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 if Hawkeye can get it, then anyone can yeah, get Jeremy it. Jeremy Renner, man. He's, yeah. He's, um, he's a Hollywood nice guy. Yeah. But yeah, we hope uh, Jeremy Renner recovers soon. And he hopefully, I mean, the one thing is that you can't say is that his access to health care is basically unlimited mm. you know mm-hmm. i'm sure sag after amazing health yeah, insurance he's covered right, right, right. Yeah. yeah and you know he has all the money in the world yeah so whatever like experimental fucking <laughs> <laughs> procedures that needs to be done to keep uh, jeremy renner in tip top i say go for it <laughs> yeah yeah definitely it's uh just because he has that he's he's it's it's kind of humbling because he's still human and mm-hmm. he still breaks yeah <laughs> you know um, stuff like he's, that he's He's, I don't say old, but he's like one is mid to late 50s at yeah. this point. Yeah. And yeah, that's one thing that as I've gotten older, the, the realization has has been becoming more and more clear that your body breaks down. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter. Like, I mean, you clearly, I do not take care of my body. I'm just, <laughs> well, just, as much as I know, your yeah. knees were cracking. Yeah. It's, I mean, there was a period a few years ago where I did lose a bunch of weight. I don't know if you remember. But I gained that plus extra more on <laughs> So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, we, we hope that Jeremy Renner comes back and can continue as Hawkeye. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. There's a, not a lot of actors who uh, have that certain gravitas with him, right? And that sort of devotion mm-hmm. when it comes to roles he does. And yeah, feel better. If yeah, you're listening, feel better. <laughs> take care. If, 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 like if you're cold. listening, send us an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> Pop salsa underscore HQ at Outlook.com. Uh, outlook.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the, the, the meat and bones. The meat and potatoes? The meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes yeah. of it. So we we have, there's been a lot of uh, still fallout and of the Discovery DC, Discovery Warner Brothers merger. We have... Uh, just before the break, it was announced that Henry Cavill is no longer going to be Superman, to the chagrin of every fanboy out there. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and now we know who's to blame. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised. No. Not at all. Fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who I didn't really follow you know, wrestling when I was a kid, mm. so I knew of him, obviously, like, there's... There's um, and no matter what you do, there are people who transcend. Yeah. So the Rock obviously being one of them, and then eventually his transition into being an actor. Yeah. But I never really thought of him as a top notch. You know, hey, let me. I want to know the 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 complex emotions that humans can <laughs> can, can range. I, I, the Rock is not the guy for that. You know, no, not at all. I, I again, I, I same field. I don't really know much of wrestling, but I know of it. Mm-hmm. So the Rock, you know, Steve Austin, or were the Cold Stone, Cold Stone, Cold yeah, Stone, Cold yeah. Stone, Steve Austin were like the main people of Rakishi, Rakishi, you know, and stuff Represent. like that. <laughs> <laughs> the stink face, yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, the Rock didn't really strike me, even with Black Adam. Like mm-hmm. just looking at the trailer, I was like, I don't. It's gonna be him, you know, smirking at the camera, maybe one liners like, "I am no man." Or like or something like that, and then fly off and kill a bunch of people. And for the most part, that's what it was. Yeah, but see, that's the thing is like I would have felt he, obviously like looks aside because he was perfect as yeah. Black Adam. But yeah, yeah, you would imagine that a a movie, you know that that has been t- 
10 years in the making, I want to say. Because, like, when did they announce that? A while ago. Yeah, yeah. like a long-ass time ago. That It would have been better executed. Yeah. I enjoyed Black Adam. I had a lot of fun in it. The, all the, the cameos, the, the fucking Dr. Fate. Yeah, that, all the, over the set design and all that stuff is definitely there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, again, I, Black Adam... Not to rat off, but yeah, Black Adam could rant, have been rant, more. Rant, well, rant, the, well rant, he, okay, rant. he could have been more because just his backstory is so tragic, right? Yeah. So to, to have someone like The Rock who does not do that kind of you know weak kind of characterization, mm-hmm. it, it was already I feel like doomed to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's been uh, reports have been been being released that a drunken, ego fueled. <laughs> You know, rage off was is what essentially, and then obviously the 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 movie not performing as expected, yeah, essentially killed the you know the 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 rock takeover of the DC universe that he was trying to maneuver. Yeah, you know, it's he was trying to set himself up as the center of the DC universe. Yeah, and everyone else was there to uplift him to some yeah. extent. Yeah, I mean, like obviously, a Black Adam versus Superman film was going to be. Gangbusters if executed properly. Yeah, I mean that that feels like that's DC's epitaph, isn't it? If yeah. executed if properly, executed properly, this movie's <laughs> gonna make three billion dollars. If but, executed no. properly, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big if. It's a massive if. Um, yeah, it's a huge if. Yeah, so we have the the. I mean, there's obviously a whole bunch of other factors, but what's being touted as like the main factor of why it blew up in in everybody's faces the the hope. Of seeing Henry Cavill once again. Yeah, as. yeah. I remember when Black Adam was a couple of days out. Uh, Dwayne freaking opened his mouth like, "Yeah, Superman's going to be in it," or started like hinting at it. Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking I, after the movie, I was like, "Dude, Shut the fuck up!" How, but how big <laughs> of a drop that would have been, mm-hmm. right? He, I, DC would have definitely gotten people on their side to like, "Hey, let's let's have a, a superhero, the Superman movie." Yeah. Right. But after he dropped that, and then after the movie came out, then you have Henry Cavill confirming it. You know, spoiling it for other people who haven't seen it, mm. and it, it just—it's such a bad publicity, marketing, and maneuvering on his part because he thought he was going to be like the up to Superman kind of level of character. But yeah, I mean, it's it's an unfortunate situation in in the sense of obviously Henry Cavill. You know, we we cannot suck his dick enough on here. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, we can. No, that's what we cannot. Oh no, we suck can't. No, no, yeah, we cannot. I mean, I'm saying that there is no end to the amount of dick sucking we could do for Henry Cavill. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I was, I was a little offended. I was no, like, no, there is. You know, we know, we know, we know what that mouth do, Ernie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and um, obviously, we feel bad for him, but like the fan base, you know, how many. Of us DC fans that are, despite you know what's been happening across the street, the the wildly success that they're they're achieving, and then us the DC fans that are still waving the flag trying to um, justify each terrible move as it happens. Yeah, it's like an abusive relationship. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I feel like I've said it a lot. We have Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it's Stockholm <laughs> syndrome. That you know we keep going back because it's it's fantastic. We want to see the characters on the yeah. screen. You 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 brought it up where we saw the Holy Trinity in Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. and we will never see that again for the first time. No. Yeah, for the first time, definitely for the first time. Even when. Green Lantern showed up. I like my reaction to Green Lantern was to like grab you in your nether regions, jump out of the sea, and just immediately start grasping and grasping <laughs> into, in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, then, and I, I haven't gotten that reaction a lot when it comes to so even with Marvel stuff. Like Marvel stuff, you kind of feel that it's you know Avengers Assemble. It's mm. it's going to be down the line. But when you see a Green Lantern pop up, just no, out, yeah. out of nowhere, you know, a midfield, then there's a, there's a guttural reaction, and I, I was there for it. And with like with Superman, you know, just seeing him crack jokes while he's the most powerful being on the planet, yeah. it's it's sucks that people are not going to be able to see that kind of character anymore. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. I know that we know that uh, DC and James Gunn has a eight to ten year plan. Mm. Um, in doing so, they, you know, James Gunn is very active in the social media about squashing rumors. Yeah, 
you know, there's there's a whole bunch of rumors that came out that, you know, oh, is, is Gal Gadot going to still be Wonder Woman? And everybody's like, no, it's not. It's been definitely canceled and stuff like that. And Jim Gunn comes out. I was like, hey, we still haven't got in there. Just give us a minute, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to know and stuff like that. And, and thankfully, um, you know, in Gunn, we trust. Yeah. He, he's somebody who's been, who's proven to be able to be a major part of, you know, the MCU as it was. Because Guardians, without Guardians of the Galaxy, there is no MCU as it is today. Mm, mm-hmm. So that's why, that's the only thing that I have, like, okay, we got to, in, in gun we trust. Yeah, you have to be patient with this thing. Mm-hmm. He's rebooting a franchise that's been floundering for a good amount of 10 years. Yeah, who who knew that Nolan the Nolan verse would have had such an an impact on it that it fucked up everything for the oh, next yeah. twenty years? <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's, it sucks. The, the duality of Nolan, you know, yeah. he makes something that is that cinematically narratively different compared to everything that's came before, and you know, this is like, hey, we could try to do the same thing. Like, no, no. you can't do that with Superman. You know, you can't do that really with Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, love like, and hope. There, there has been rumor after rumor since the Snyder era of DC, of DC and each one is like this is awesome why don't they do this <laughs> and, then, and then the fucking movie comes out and they're like oh nobody saw it and so we're just gonna start from scratch again yeah because <laughs> it, I remember yeah. one of the very first rumors mm. that um, before Man of Steel came out so this is late 2012 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one of the rumors I heard was that at the end it was gonna be the post credit scene uh, Henry Cavill Superman was going to go look for a retired Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, just just yeah. thinking about that gives you chills. It's, it's granted, you know, we might have that background in film and TV, but I, I, I can see that how difficult it is to create this monumental structure of DC and have all the parts and running you know, water working so yeah. that it gives the citizens, us, an and adequate state, right? <laughs> but uh, again, I, it, just Superman being axed makes me want to cry because yeah. he, he's, he underlines DC to a T, right? That hope that people that we strive towards... Are you yeah. Batman and Wonder Woman aside, like Superman. Yeah, the, you know, the big boo, blue boy scout. Yeah, there's a reason, you know, like the the whole saying "truth, justice, and the American way," which mm. later got changed. Got changed to "truth, justice, and, and um, the way of water." No, the way. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. The, I think of- something they got rid of American. Right. Yeah, water, they did. Know, it. Some there somebody you know. somewhere got offended, <laughs> and <laughs> and um. And but yeah, that used to represent something. That used to right. mean something. Right. And even though this this character became came to its pinnacle in an era where, you know, not everybody was treated as equal, mm-hmm. it still represented something for everybody. Right. An ideal. Yeah. And you know, for the Rock to try to maneuver himself, manipulate. I want to say. I don't want to. Well, maybe I don't. I mean, it's not like it's, it's a mastermind kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, just uh, angle himself in that way. Just kind of spits at what DC is. Yeah. Like I know that sounds like I'm exaggerating and to most part I am. But, you know, everything's getting axed now because of that. You know, we're not going to see Wonder Woman in a while. Batman will probably see but to the extent that we've seen before, different versions of Batman, not just yeah. one unifying version. And then mm. like Superman, we don't no idea. Yeah, I mean like one of the 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 more interesting things that is happening is that this is it isn't like everything is getting canceled after Man of Steel or even after BVS. This is well into the Snyderverse. Mm. You know, this the Flash was supposed to be the big culmination of everything. Right. Um, but since what? Uh, excuse me. It's what? A 300 something million dollar movie at this point? Probably yeah. even more. Yeah. They're not going to be like, all right, let's just Batgirl this shit and move on. They're, they need to lay in their grave yeah. and see how it goes. Like so many recuts? No, not recuts. Um, reshoots. Or, reshoots. So many reshoots and so many things they're adding. They're, they're just going to have to walk with it because mm-hmm. it seems like their history of DC, it's always been paranoia and upping other people, right? Suicide yeah. Squad. Cool. Oh Could have been God. great. 
The first one, yeah. Yeah, the first one, not even the gun one, not the yeah. gun one. The, the gun one, yeah. Was it the gun one? Yeah. Oh yeah, not even the gun one. The one that before it could have been. Even it could have been. Yeah, it could have been. All right, another thing. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but you know, they saw Guardians. They're like, we need to do that. We need yeah. to have music for no reason. Right. <laughs> right? You know, we need to have these montages that don't really fit. Yeah, like, don't go the, nowhere. <laughs> yeah, we have the Joker who's who's on every poster, but he's there for like five minutes. Yeah. And, and then you, after the fact, once everybody shits on it and it dies, it killed people's careers and shit like that. Right. And then you, then you start hearing rumors about the original story and you're like, this would have been awesome. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, even with Man of Steel, I mean, every film I feel, right? Yeah. It's this, they have this, this vision, they create it, they give it to a focus group and then the focus group just goes everywhere and then they changed everything it's a focus group made of warner brothers executives yeah that's what and honestly it all comes down to that you know now with the uh discovery warner Bros. merger and uh david zagsloff yeah just coming in and chopping just gutting the fucking company which <laughs> fortunately they say that stopped yeah which let's let's see what happens it's 2023 um they said that uh, HBO Max was going to merge, right, with Discovery right, Plus. Right. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're calling it now that this day of whenever this goes live, yeah. uh, they said they would stop. They, they said they, they would stop. They said yes. they would stop. Yes. Now we'll check in a couple of months from now. <laughs> yeah. It turns out, oh, we're just axing everything. Again. Yeah. And what's, what's weird is that they're killing shows, out of, especially coming out of... Um, HBO Max like Westworld who would have fucking thought like I, I haven't seen Westworld but apparently it's like one of it's the one, top yeah, yeah it's a pretty good sci-fi flick yeah, uh, well, it's a, TV a lot show. of titties yeah <laughs> robot ones yeah but robot. uh <laughs> yeah quote unquote robot right exactly and uh, it, it's it has a huge following mm-hmm. yeah it's it's nicely done and they're just like no they'll just axe yeah. it so let's hope that that stops. Uh, but yeah, there's just been so many crazy uh, rumors and stuff like that. And like I said before, thankfully, James Gunn is out there to really just squash some shit. Like uh, they were, they were saying, or, or the rumor was circulating that uh, Ezra Miller is definitely coming back. Mm-hmm. And they, James Gunn was like, eh, "We're not sure yet." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is really his response to everything. Yeah, which is pretty much. I mean, he's in the planning phase yeah. of DC and. You know, everything needs to have to change and he can't give definite answers, but at least he's there to say something. Yeah. Right. It's not just we're there for two years and then something comes out and it sucks and we're like, where where was the dialogue in it or something like that? <laughs> so do you think that James Gunn is going to sit in the director's chair or just going to be executive producing the whole overarching story? I, I feel like he's just gonna executive produce. Yeah. As much as I would love him to be in the director's chair and if he's gonna be a Kevin Feige Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to coordinate so many moving parts and yeah. coordinate more moving parts as those parts are released. I see, but here's the thing: like now that you have somebody who actually knows, yeah, in in James Gunn, he has to surround himself for his core film of of, of his core uh, list of films. He needs to find directors that know and love the material. The, exactly, you know? exactly that. And he has to be, he's going to be hands-on. I mean, yeah. he's already hands-on on the replies of news stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he, he actually goes on socials and, and, and tells them this is not true. This is and all that good stuff. So he's going to be way more active than most yeah. in, in terms of executive producers. Because executive producers, they're just like, here's the money. You know, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's let it go through. See how it goes. Yeah, they yeah. come in and they see something. Like, no, change it. All right. Yeah. On to the next one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's the and that's the one thing that like I said before, we have to trust in gun. Yeah. In gun we trust. In gun we trust because go. it's yeah. again 10 years worth of slogging trying to bring structure to it. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's like I don't know how to properly like articulate what to think, mm-hmm. you know, because like we've we've gone through this so many times before, but nothing to this extent. Right. At Absolutely. like this major, like Batgirl, boom, gone. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. We're fuck it. We're gonna lose a hundred million dollars on it, but at least we're not gonna spend another two hundred. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, all these creative studios gone. Yeah. All these creatives gone, and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And hopefully, and there will be casualties. You know. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavell, um, The Rock to some extent, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know, Wonder Woman and then Patty Jenkins, right? There are yeah. definitely going to be casualties, but with 
change comes something new, I hope. We hope. We hope. Yeah, <laughs> Another um, word for these two. We hope it's okay. Yeah, the one that I did see that we signed... Well, we didn't we didn't hear anything from Gunn. We heard it from Zachary Levi mm. that him as Shazam is still a go, yeah. which is awesome because he's perfect. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They it's yeah. What's well, that's mm, yeah. Fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. <laughs> yeah. Um, just a, another a little side note. Since the axing of the Batgirl film, there has been uh, the directors and the, the 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 lead star Leslie Grace. They've been just posting shit online because at this point, what do they have to lose? Right? Yeah, pretty much. And uh, which is weird is is weird though because I read an article that James Gunn actually reached out to the to, to the directors. Yeah, in yeah. a mending fences type of situation, like it might like Batgirl maybe wasn't the project for them, but maybe he sees them fitting down the line, you know, five six years from now or something. Yeah, definitely, it's something that that's as much as they can do at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Like mend fences. Hopefully, they bring those creatives back, because from what we've saw with. Uh, the costume it looks it's just literally comic accurate <laughs> it's yeah and that's one thing that we um we actually uh sat in a panel with andy park mm. right yes yeah from Warner, uh not Warner, but oh, from marvel. marvel yeah and he you know was uh, it was an awesome and amazing and he's basically for those who don't know he's like chief executive mm-hmm. image or right, something. Right, creative. Like, yeah. Basically, he draws up concept art and then they try to match that in real life. Yeah, he's in charge of making sure that the um, the costumes in in Marvel look good. Yeah. <laughs> the creative director, I think. Yeah, and yeah. this is something that I'm sure he would probably look at and be like, ugh, because I don't think it translates well. Yeah. The way they adapted it. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Right, it it's like, it's in super it, dope it, to it's, see it's super the dope. purple, you know, Batgirl suit or, and stuff it, like that. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, it, it it's ripped straight out of the comics, and a lot of things don't translate well when they're ripped straight out of the comics. No. And this one, unfortunately, was one of them. Yeah, it's it's a, a Leslie Grace posted on her Instagram, Twitter, I don't know, whichever, mm-hmm. and it's it's very. It also, might be the angle. Yeah, because she's true. like sitting on a one of those directing chairs, looking at her phone or something, or getting something done, some retouch or something, and she's like sort of kneeling over, mm-hmm. so you get a big ass view of the of the forehead. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty. The helmet is huge. Yeah, looking, yeah. It's, it's 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 to to say dome. Is. <laughs> you, you said Mars attacks helmet. Yeah, right? that was Mars the, attacks. Mars <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's unfortunate that we're not going to see this film only in the sense that we're not going to see Batgirl. Yeah, yeah. She might come come down the line, maybe, maybe not. But it's it. We lost another one. As yeah, you say. Like, yeah. There was also talks about a Blue Beetle film. Yeah, which is still going on. Is it? Yeah, I think it's. Still... I am. I'm hearing that's really. Yeah. What are you hearing? That it's just not 100%. It's not. Oh, yeah. great. Another phrase for DC. It's just not Fucking, 100%. A, a finally, a Hispanic superhero, and right. they have to take it from us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's the, if it's not 100... I do hear that Gunn is kind of maneuvering for Young Justice to show up. And Lou Beetle, was, wasn't he a prominent character in Young Justice? In Young Justice, yeah. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, he was. Um, but also, I also read that in the Flash film, mm-hmm. there was or movie for the snobs out there. There's um, <laughs> if Scorsese's listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, to that, they're going to introduce an an alternative Justice League, one mm-hmm. that we've never seen before. And it, like the article said that it was like a drunk like a a recovering vi- um, vigilante, uh-huh. a, like a drunk or. He, yeah, it's, it's yeah. weird. And I was thinking, it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so the Justice League Suicide Squad. Yeah. Kind of thing. I mean, yeah. it, it fits Gunn's kind of style, doesn't it? Like kind of the underdog kind of... Uh... It, do, it does, but I'm not 100% sure that The Flash is going to be a big major role in uh, the future plans of James Gunn. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously taking into, consider, taking into consideration all the negative uh, publicity happening with Ezra Miller outside the production and all that stuff. Yeah, that's probably going to be a major factor. Um, but I feel like he's, like you said, a younger, more 
maybe so the Flash is going to be the Flashpoint and completely 100% reset and yeah. come in the Gunverse. Yeah, the gun- <laughs> bring on the Gunverse. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Obviously, there's I'm just the crazy person. In, in <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it opens up the doors for like a mentor kind of narrative, right? Mm-hmm. To to you know. Hit, not, I was going to say whip these kids to shape or something like that. Whip these young whippersnappers into Yeah, exactly. Shape. Well, imagine um, like an older Bruce Wayne training people because of, I don't know, yeah. other stuff that, like, like he's from uh, another universe. Like uh, Bruce Wayne, but from Batman Beyond. Right, right. Yeah. And he's lived with a legit Justice League, mm-hmm. you know, with, you know, with Wonder Woman and Superman. So might as well, like, try to train these young whippersnappers <laughs> yeah. to the ways of the Justice League. Oh, man. It's... It's going to be an interesting 2023 or 2024, let's say, because... Or 2025. <laughs> 2025. 2024 to 2024. Yeah. Yeah. 20, oh, Jesus. Dude, I, fuck. Seriously. Yeah. It's been 20 years since since the millennium. That sounds like the future. 23 years. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, sounds like forever from now, but we're getting old and it's going to go back like that. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, let's let's talk some casting news, shall we? The one that's been been banting about that has been speculation here and, and foremost ever. I I, th- I think it it's always starts the speculation immediately as they cast the current one. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And I'm speaking of James Bond, 007. Right, right. You know, we've had uh, speculation after. Um, Daniel Craig said that this was it. It was done. He's it's over. No more James. Uh, no more James Bond. So they obviously the speculation whirlpool has started. Who's going to be the new Bond? Should it be girl? Should it be uh, you know a black guy? Should it be whatever? Yeah. And it looks like they're going for the the true and tried tested method as another white guy. <laughs> another British white guy. In, in the form. Oh, is he British? Yeah. He's oh, he's British in the Johnson, form yeah. of Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kick-Ass, for those of you who don't know. Quicksilver, also for those of you who don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and he was the dude in Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah. yeah. He was the sister, or brother. No, the husband? Yeah. Oh, husband, right. Yeah. It's weird, because didn't those movies come out back-to-back? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was, it was I forgot. Brother and sister in Elizabeth one movie. Elizabeth Olsen, right? Elizabeth Olsen, yeah. Yeah, they were brother and sister in... One movie, and, and then and the then next movie, they were married. married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just how I like it. Um... <laughs> This isn't some. This isn't something I'm like a hundred percent like against or for. I got really no opinion. Yeah. Just because the the James Bond franchise has been diluted so much from what it originally was and mm-hmm. morphed into something new, more of an action film rather mm-hmm. than like a spy thriller. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen Kick Ass, you've seen uh, Age of Ultron. Eh, whatever you know it's an action actor yeah yeah definitely so do you think that's the direction they're going to take with this new 007 more action again well the thing is that he is younger right he's significantly younger than well not significantly but like younger by quite a bit than Mm. James Bond I mean than Daniel Craig so if anything it's probably going to lean more into the like the new oh who's the the new uh, reckless you know, a little bit, you know, type of James Bond. He's pretty swole too, isn't he? Oh, he's he, pretty, he's gotten ripped. Yeah, he's pretty ripped. So, do you imagine a ripped like <laughs> a swole James Bond kind of thing? Because I I don't know too much about James Bond. I, I do like the spy aspects, you know, mm-hmm. the suaveness to it. I'm not really a big fan of the action hero kind of James Bond. So, do you? This guy doesn't seem like you know sneaking in. And he's this huge bro <laughs> coming in. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, for sure, he's going to have to slim down. Yeah. He's going to still stay, like, pretty pretty cut. But to have, like, uh, you know, The Rock running at you, he's going to get gassed, first of all. I know it's a <laughs> movies, but I'm thinking of this literally. But I feel like to be a spy... You have to be inconspicuous. Right. You don't have to be able to blend. Right. And if this, you know, 200-pound fucking deadlift <laughs> a super fucking athlete shows up, you're like, who the fuck is that guy? Right, yeah. It's like, is that James Bond? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, did you ever see Get Smart? Oh, I have. With yeah. uh, Stephen Carell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that scene where the great Kali shows up. Yeah. And it's like, the, the guy who's the most obvious bad guy just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to it's gonna take away. At least Daniel Craig kind of had that blending look, right? 
Yeah, he was pretty generic looking. Yeah, generic looking. <laughs> we have we have James Bond at home. <laughs> yeah, um, but it the movie is still gonna be a few years out. There, it always takes at least two two and a half years. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that they kind of embrace more of the the spy mm-hmm. aspect because like that's where the the character was spawned out of. You know, the Ian Fleming was a wannabe spy during World War Two. And World War Two was really like clandestine operations have been around since forever. Yeah. But it really like exploded during that war. So, yeah. That'd be awesome if they make it a period piece too. Yeah, I that's, that's what we we're talking about a few years back. Is that if they did the foundation of MI MI six, right? Yeah. Something, if, whatever. Or, yeah. So if they did the foundation MI six, and you have like a young younger James Bond kind mm-hmm. of like still fresh from being promoted or something like that. Yeah, it's well. That's what the um, the Daniel Craig. That's how it started. Hmm. It's not that he was like a younger, but he was like recently promoted at, to the double O status. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, it was like he was reckless, was, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But it, it feels like it's gonna be the same thing yeah. then with the new. If it's true, the new one mm-hmm. where it's gonna be a younger, but it makes more sense because he's younger, reckless. Yeah, reckless. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I, I like the um, Kingsman, the Kingsman mm-hmm. films, where yeah. it's it's the birthplace, or it's the birth of a, a sub sub covert, because it's even underground than, than covert. You know? Yeah, yeah. Of uh, <laughs> uh, intelligence agency, you know, something like that. Yeah, you know, something where it's an origin film, but you take it back, put it in a peer piece, and then there you go. Yeah, I don't. I I feel like. I don't know how that would look for 007. I would get confused if this is another Kingsman. You know, like, here's the new 007, but it looks like Kingsman oh, to me. Aaron Taylor Johnson wasn't the last King, Kingsman. He was one of the founding members of the Kingsman in the last Kingsman. Oh, was he? Yeah. Now that's even going to confuse me <laughs> But I'm thinking, all right, the, the heyday of the James Bond films was the during the Cold War. The, oh, cold, the Cold War. Okay. So why not go back to that? I, I'm still picturing Kingsman in Cold War. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I, no, I, I agree definitely, but to visually look different to mm-hmm. like the the kind of jokey Kingsman films yeah. where they're like they're there's like secret passages where you open a switch or something like that. That kind of espionage and make it serious in a 007 film would it be. You could still do that. Like, did you ever watch Man from Uncle? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's yeah, that's Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill yeah. again, and. Um, so it's, it's something similar. Like, Man mm. from U.N.C.L.E. is a little more lighthearted. Yeah, granted. it's a little comedy-ish, isn't it? Not necessarily comedy, but mm. it doesn't lean into the, the suspense or the thriller aspects of, of the James Bond films. But something where it's it was set in the, I want to say, 60s or something mm. like that. Mm. So, so it's a period piece, and that obviously limits their, um, their range of technology. Yeah. Unless they want to do like period piece, but sci-fi, and it's, <laughs> it's crazy. So, do you would you would what kind of James Bond do you prefer then? Do you want the kind of espionage man from Uncle, or do you kind of want the balance of the, the action oriented? The, the espionage. Yeah. Yeah, just because like growing up watching the, those films with my dad, you know, in the '90s and early 2000s, pre uh, Daniel Craig era, because that's pretty much what they were with the. Pierce Brosnan, they're a little campier, mm. uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it still had like the gadgets and the spies and right. all that shit. Right, I can picture it now, like da da da, and then he has like a, a a car that becomes a sub. Yeah, or something that's like, like that's the type of shit I like. Yeah, like that's that, a mod thing. That Lotus, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll just it's, again, it's a wait and see. Yeah, definitely. Ooh, we have a couple of trailers and a remake. What's happening with this monster movie? Them? Them? Yeah. Come on. You you have to say them. Like, (laughs) them! Them! them. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Lay it on me. So, uh, there's going to be a remake from the Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night director is going to remake Them, which is like a classic kind of like sci-fi monster flick. Yeah. It's a a film from the 50s, I think, right? Yeah. And it's it's in that same era of... um, Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman, yeah, uh, the yeah. Blob, yeah. Most of the Sp- films uh, in what's the Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Invasion of Body Snatchers, Mars yeah, Attacks, Mars Attacks, yeah, no, not most, Mars Attacks, the World of Worlds, Worlds of Worlds. Yeah, World most World. most of the you know that paranoia of invasion mm-hmm. and like nuclear technology taking you know 
making us monsters, essentially. The Red Scare. Yeah, the Red Scare, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the director from Werewolf by Night, Michael Giacarno, Giacarno, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, he's going to be directing it. Mm. Or at least uh, he's, well, he's attached to it. And I'm all for it. Yeah. Because I love I love them. It's very it, it's very of its age. Very. But the message it sends, you know, how uh, how much how much nuclear technology can be taken too far or science can be taken too far. Yeah. And see that in a, in a contemporary remake is it's a little. But like, the thing with with uh, those type of films that came out mm-hmm. in the fifties, they're very. Of it, like you said, of its time. Yeah, you know, you have to you have to be in the mentality of you're the generation post World War. There's a bright, I want to say, future mm-hmm. that's automatically extinguished by the start of the Cold War. Yeah, and the and the Russian scare, the communist wave, and all that right, shit. Right, right. So these McCarthyism. types, yeah, McCarthyism. These types of films reflected that era. Yeah. So to remake it. What are we going? What like obviously there's a lot of um, political instability now. Mm. What are they going to harp on to to, to to choose? You know, free speech. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you're right. You're absolutely. I, now I'm kind of thinking it's just a direct remake. Uh-huh. Maybe some like a period like piece, a, like a Gus Van Zandt shot for shot remake. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> and then again, them was, was very suspenseful because they don't show the monster until very the late very into end, the film. Yeah, yeah until the late, and it's like, whoa, it's a giant ant. Spoilers. <laughs> it's a, a giant radiated ant, and then like they basically start taking over sections of the United States to the point where. At the end, they have to kill the queens, which are the ones producing the soldiers, right? Mm. So they have a climactic battle in the sewers of New York, uh, New York, uh, Los Angeles, of LA. of LA. So that's like uh, that sounds like a huge set piece. It sounds exciting, <laughs> right? But I think they're just gonna do um, a period, a period Greer. piece. Yeah, yeah, that that would be the most logical. Yeah, it's still. I mean, the concept matter of you know humans using technology. And then that technology kind of being perverted into something else. It's it's a fairly common kind of narrative. Line yeah, or I mean, trope. like <laughs> we are on the cusp of a what could be a techn- technological revolution. Yeah, and what I'm talking about is AI. Mm. Oh yeah, there has there has been a significant strides working in in you know progressing AI that it's essentially unrecognizable now. Like yeah. recently, in the past few weeks or so, there has been um, this uptick of AI created art or AI created conversations, AI created movie, uh, music. Yeah. And okay, so the, these are the stepping stones that's going to lead to the inevitable enslavement of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're there. I mean, like, it's the, just the fact that it's given, like, choices to make you know what i mean it kind mm-hmm. of a thing where it's it's what's the next choice like oh humanity is probably the stepping stone that mm-hmm. we need to get through if the ai is thinking yeah it's it's oof. yeah and like there are a lot of people who who say oh no that's you know science fiction nonsense we're obviously going to be controlled of of whatever creation we make but i'm just thinking like are you yeah i mean the same could be said about the nuclear bomb Exactly. Right? Like the same with them is that we have this technology that can benefit generations with energy, but it can also be used as a potential weapon of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. So we think we just because we created it, we have control of it. And in them, we do not. Yeah. <laughs> we do not. And then it evolves and it becomes itself to the point where we have to clean up our own mess. And yeah. All right. So it's going to be the same with AI. Whether or not it's dun, 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 dun. that, whether or not, it, whether or not it's that, or you know, just copyright artists going on strike because everything's been proliferated as an AI art and yeah. that's being widely accepted. Yeah, uh, whatever battlefield that looks like, right? <laughs> so it's something that they're running out there with their exacto knives, right? <laughs> their yeah. magic pens, right? Right? Um, yeah. yeah, I'm a hundred percent right there with you. It's it's we are. Well, we could be staring into the abyss, yeah, and hoping, or there are a subset of of us that are hoping something responds. And once they do, once that door is open, I'm I I fullheartedly believe in Ultron. 
Mm-hmm. If Voltron ever becomes like not as president, right? No, now. not as president. <laughs> well, I mean, would we be doing better? Uh, <laughs> the last eight years, come on. <laughs> uh, but if Ultron is ever created, I full heartedly believe that that's going to be the inevitable extinction of humanity. Yeah, I mean, who's saying it's not happening? <clears throat> in the future already and this is just like their monitor there's this one theory that kind of sticks in the back of my head and it's the idea of uh, a super intelligent ai in the future right it's been it's taken over the um, you know humanity and it's enslaved the humanity but it's gotten so advanced to the point where it can have time travel or it can so it, it sends units back in time to monitor potential allies, mm-hmm. right? Or and threats it, to or its threats, existence. right? Exactly. But the thing is, it, it's like that episode of uh, Rick and Morty with the uh-huh. snakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. But at this point, it knows if whether or not you choose his side or not. But mm-hmm. if you don't choose the side now, it's already making your life a living hell. Yeah. But if you do, then you're benefiting from it. So, but like benefiting, as in, like in the future, you'll you already did it. You're lobotomized. Yeah, you already agreed to to all of it. So it's just supporting you to you. So you even you praise it even more, so that its rain comes quicker. Oh Jesus! So we don't know, like if that's being active now, like the potential collaborators are already being, you know. Yeah, it's oh Jesus! It's it's a scary thought. Yeah. Well, scary in the sense of like. Is just doom and gloom, but yeah. I mean we're almost dead, so what do we? <laughs> <laughs> Every generation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so a couple of trailers. Pretty much, yeah. We could finish on that because we've gone through a lot already. Yeah. So Evil Dead is a film that came out in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, Directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah. 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 Starring on a shoestring 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 budget. Is right? is the Evil Dead like one of the pioneers of you know indie slasher shoestring budget movies? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the point where like let's just we just want to film out. We'll cut strings everywhere. Yeah. Right? Like even it's it's that kind of film that uh, it re- filmmakers reach a level of um, like. Or not urgency, but desperation. Yeah. Right. And then with that desperation, just blooms forth creativity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it, on the outside they're cutting strings, right? But mm-hmm. not they're innovating, right? They. I think there's one of the first films that used uh, like a rail steady cam. Really. Right. Yeah. They had. To, they literally put plywood on the floor <laughs> so that the thing they pulled some of cart and that would it would have like kind of like a steadyish kind of view, but that technology wasn't fully developed yet. Yeah. It was just to get that shot. Yeah. And you think about like, um, who's the dude who did the mariachi? The Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Vaguely. Right. Right. It sounds familiar so. yeah. as a filmmaker. Like again, that's another film that that came out that like, necessity is the mother of invention. Or what, oh what yeah, 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 yeah. I do a, remember that. Yeah, it's a completely in, innovative and creative ways to to film a movie on that costs like a hundred bucks. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even giving the the monster its own kind of narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you guys haven't seen all, haven't seen Evil Dead. There are scenes where it's first person and it's the monster, you know, stalking its prey. Yeah, but that's very slasher though, because mm-hmm. that that shot is used a lot in um, Friday the Thirteenth. True. Yeah. But this one, it's like it's constant. Mm-hmm. Right? There's scenes where it's primarily through the monster and it's floating around, flying around, you know, <laughs> all over the uh, the cabin. Yeah. Right. And hunting and hunting its prey and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Not even just suspense. It's literally just. Here's the storyline for the month. You know, it's trying to get in, and it doesn't know a way out or anything like that. So we have a new uh, Evil Dead Rising. Yeah, and we saw the trailer before we recorded. And honestly, I'm liking this trend. You know, we got it with Prey last year. Yeah, uh, Hellraiser, where Hellraiser. they're actually giving a shit about the slasher genre again. Yeah, and yeah. they're taking it seriously. Yeah, um, I I'll be honest with you. I watched the Green Baton trailer. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the Red Bat trailer. <laughs> so my reaction, we watched it, and there are scenes where, like, some chick gets her scalp ripped off. Yeah, she gets scalped. Yeah, she gets scalped. And, you know, and I was like, what the? <laughs> 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 or there's one where there's a cheese grater. Mm, and to then, the shin? Yeah, to the no, shin. No, to, yeah, well, to the calf. To calf. There yeah, you to know. the calf, but they don't show it, but you, like, oh, the you editing. Could, for those of us who've, like, 
spend any time in a chi- in a kitchen grating cheese or a carrot or potato or something. You, yeah. You get your knuckles. Right. That shit hurts. Yeah. So imagine your calf, man. Yeah. You're, you know, but uh, it, it does. I do like the trend. Yeah. That's a good point that you bring up is that I feel like slashers were dying. They're dead. Right. Or dead. Really? Yeah, very dead. Very and, dead. And a slasher, it, you know, the first one, it generally tip, this typically happens in the, in the slasher genre where the first one is awesome. Mm. And then the next one's just become a parody of itself. <laughs> right. And like, that's why we have like 20 Friday the 13th films. Or Jason. Or, that's Jason goes to. Sp- oh, Friday the 13th, right. Yeah, Friday right. the 13th. Um, or like four Hellraisers. You know, right. Who knows how many fucking Predator films we have? <laughs> and I'm 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 really enjoying it because like 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 we said, um, the new motif of the show is something that sparked our interest in film and TV, and that's VHS. Yeah. So a lot of the films I saw in my you know my early years were VHS. Yeah. And <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of those were slasher films. Yeah. 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 And I'm fucking I and especially because they. They're good. Yeah. They're really good fucking films now. Yeah. And, and from the trailer, um, it, it's Sam Raimi should be proud. I, I'm not sure at the top of my <laughs> should head. Be proud. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I, I think it's him. If correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's the one who's he's coming back to Directing or direct this one, produce it uh, to some extent. Let me just double check real yeah, quick. Yeah. It's on my head. Harrowing trailer. Yeah. It was, it was a fucked up trailer. Yeah, fucked up in a good way. Yeah, it's uh, the main, the main issue sometimes is is that the Evil Dead ones centered around a cabin, right? Because that was the hunting ground and stuff like that. But here it's a freaking apartment building. Yeah, directed by Lee Cornyn, producer Robert Tappert, cinematography Dave Gabbert. Okay, I thought so. So yeah, mm-hmm. Sam Raimi. This is it. Feels like his film. Mm. But in a more contemporary thing, same thing when it comes to the to Prey. Yeah, it it felt like the first movie, but more of a you know narratively better in some ways, <laughs> and more in structured. Some ways, a lot of ways. Yeah, a lot of ways. I mean, there's a scene where he's just shooting the predator, and they're just screaming for like five minutes, <laughs> right? So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Dead Rising. I'm kind of sad that uh, Ash uh, isn't back. Isn't gonna be there, but that's he might be like. A- I mean, obviously there are some homages to him, the chainsaw. Yeah, the and chainsaw, stuff, definitely. But I'm pretty sure, he, like, because you can't unleash a force of nature like Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And then <laughs> have a the project that launched his career and not have him back. Yeah. Even for like a cameo, you know. It would, you know, watching the trailer and how horrific it is, I'm just like, dude, Ash Williams is overpowered because yeah. he's having fun he's, he's <laughs> killing people with chainsaws and you can imagine the other side we see it's, it's the horror of it, mm-hmm. you know your mom's on the wall creeping up and saying that I'm with the maggots now yeah. or something like that and you're like and she, someone got just cheese grated in the next room right and, there's, and, and, and it's cheese that horror and then you have Ash Williams is like alright Groovy yeah. gets yeah. a shotgun blows some of them away chainsaw dude in half and stuff yeah. like that yeah it's um it, it, oh, man, I, I'm I, I cannot express how how much I'm digging it. Yeah, it's, it's it. Hopefully, it doesn't suck. I, I hope so too. <laughs> Even the Necronomicon looks like flesh. Yeah, like if you oh, saw that CGI now. Right, that, like that that's yeah. true. But the book was very you know like it's made out of people's flesh, but mm-hmm. it, it looks like flayed flesh yeah, when they're opening it up. Something that you'd find like Ed Gein, Ed Gein made or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Some fucking Nazi commandant. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, but I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm glad that you I felt like you were a little on the fence about it. Because no. your, your taste of horror, at least slashers, are, mm-hmm. it's a relatively high bar. Well, it's not that it's a high bar. Mm. It's just that it's, slashers are specifically one thing. It's mm. a one sub, subgenre of horror. Mm-hmm. And the the trend that slasher films uh, took, where they just became you know parodies of one, of the, the, the next one. Jason goes to space. Oh Jesus! Christ. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Freddy, I like that one. Did you? Yeah. Did you like Alien versus Predator? I did. Too. I did <laughs> like that one too. Well, then no, there's, I, there's no, probably I, a deeper problem. I, I see where. <laughs> wow. I oh, I see where. I was gonna say I see where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's like you know, kid with their toys, and you don't really want to see that in, in mm. a film that's famously slasher. Yeah. It's well, it's not necessarily. It's like I I don't mind 
that they're like introducing or or sm- or bringing two two films together, mm. it just didn't work. Yeah. All right. I'll yeah. give it that to you. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, <laughs> but uh, I have uh, pretty high expectations for Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Which I, I'm kind of hoping that it's straight to VOD though. You really like Prey. Prey kind of and um, and Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Oh, that was also straight to. Yeah, straight to VOD. You really you don't want to watch this in the big screen? Not because like when it comes to a film that's going to be on big on a big screen and you know that's where you're your destiny is mm. I feel like there's more pressure for you to perform yeah that's true it's like budgets yeah or you give someone a, a multi-billion dollar budget sometimes they buckle mm-hmm. they don't know what to do with it yeah so I'm, that's what I'm hoping like because like you look at Prey and you look at Hellraiser the mindset of the those filmmakers and everybody involved was like alright this is gonna go straight to VOD so we have a lot more leeway yeah. let's make it ours let's have fun with it that, that's it's an interesting thing you bring up too is that VOD uh, you need to make concessions and mm-hmm. make compromises and then again like we said with the first Evil Dead that kind of compromise blooms creative juices the purest yeah. of juices just to tell a story Yeah. so yeah I'm hoping that uh, yeah, Evil Dead Rise. If See, it, but the, the difference budget. is that Evil Dead is already an established franchise. <sighs> That's true, but it's a fairly niche franchise. Yeah, but it, it had a, a show on stars for a while. Ash yeah, versus, which is freaking awesome. Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Ash vs. Evil. Yeah, Fra- Ash vs. Evil and Dead. And it had a previous movie before Which that, was the right? reboot yeah. of the first one. Yeah, uh, but st- even then, it, it, it like stars, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> it's not even Netflix. <laughs> or still, though. It's... That's true. And it still feels niche. Yeah. Just because, uh, it, it again, it's of its time. And a lot of the, the how it is, it's, it's very niche in terms of, you know, slasher films not mm-hmm. a lot of people like slasher films nowadays yeah it's it's widely needed we need to go back to that era yeah definitely that's Hollywood to a T right yeah just the one thing that I don't like is that the flasher films were just so many titties mm. and there really aren't anymore <laughs> you, you miss the titties of course <laughs> to who, be does, friend, who doesn't like titties e- right? even with premarital, premarital sex <laughs> you know them getting was that Jason the first one right yeah, 513 yeah them them going at it and then Jason's like nope yeah, and harpoons stabs the guy in the head and stuff. yeah stabs the guy in the head and the girl's like oh my god yeah, yeah it's, it's I, don't, I don't was it Halloween Friday the 13th 4 or 5 something <laughs> he literally dunks this dude's head in liquid, liquid nitrogen oh and my. smashes it oh I think that's, that sounds like a space thing oh, shit no um, yeah so uh, the other trailer the last trailer, the last topic we're going to talk about, fucking perplexes me. <laughs> because oh, it, come on. All right, so they're making a Gran Torino, Turismo? Turismo. Turismo film. And for those of you who know the, the video game, it's a game about racing cars. Yeah. And it's not like street racing. It's like professional racing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just racing in general, yeah. I guess. So what in the film... <laughs> In the little featurette that we saw, they're like, oh, it's a love story. It's this, it's that. Orlando like, Bloom's in it. What was the one character that you saw? Uh, David Harbour? David Harbour, yeah. <laughs> He's in it. Orlando Bloom's in it for whatever reason. <laughs> and we're like, okay, so this isn't a Gran Turismo film. This is like a film, of, of like a love story, whatever, action film <laughs> that just so happens to have cars. Right. So, like, what the fuck? How can that not work, though? You even you were even perplexed by the tag at the end of a film based on an impossible an dream. impossible dream. What right? the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I thought I know I, I leaned on you because you're the car guy, okay? Right? And you know the narratives, you know the, the 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 legendary stories of characters. So I thought that was this, the name of a, a a legacy or something. Oh, what? No. Yeah. I don't, you know, like I don't, Ferrari versus Ford or something okay, like that. Yeah, well, see, Ferrari versus Ford actually has a story right no i mean that just that moment yeah. in history it yeah. would always be called ferrari versus ford, versus ford. ford. or yeah, yeah. Ford, ford versus ferrari yeah, yeah ford versus ferrari and you but said it was going to be like romeo and julia that's what that's what i got i mean from well, what so we've like seen. her family is a mercedes person <laughs> and the other one's a bmw like what's exactly <laughs> i am i'm i'm interested to see how this dumpster fire goes <laughs> but on the other hand what if it's like Something okay. <laughs> well, techno- technologically, it yeah. looks like it's going to be amazing. Yeah, they have uh, the the advent of drone technology in use in film is, is has revolutionized the way 
uh, people film. Like for those of you who don't who don't know, when you have like these big overarching tracking shots, it used to be a guy on a helicopter. Yeah, and then it evolved for it evolved to a, a helicopter with a, um, an automatic you know right. arm stuff like that controlling right. the camera. Right. right, and that was just a dude with a remote. Yeah, it's just a dude with money. If you want a new a good example of that, uh, Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon has a lot of those helicopter shots, and they're very stagnant. You know, you can't do maneuvers in a freaking helicopter for obvious oh, yeah. reasons. But then you see those other shots, like say, I guess Michael Bay's ambulance, mm-hmm. which is entirely drawn. No, I didn't. And but I you're like Michael Bay fan number one. What That's... the heck? <laughs> Transformers, bro. Transformers. <laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> Transformers. So you like Transformers. Transformers. Right? Right. Who directed Transformers? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Ambulance has a lot of those drone shots, and it, it's very, you can take a lot of you know maneuvers and changes, mm-hmm. and the trailer from what we saw does technologically look impressive. Yeah, like one of the things that um, racing video games have over, if you watch like F1 or uh, NASCAR, stuff like that, the in real life they're very static shots mm-hmm. you know car in nascar oh look he's turning left again <laughs> and if uh if, in f1 there's a little more intricate turns and stuff like that but yeah. they're still super stationary far away shots but right. here with the the incorporation of drone technology they're in the action they're yeah, they're gonna hit the windshield <laughs> yeah, probably. at some point and orlando bloom was saying that it's uh Orlando bloom orlando bloom was saying that you're gonna be in the action and for the most part technologically it looks Impressive. It does. Right. Narratively, um, I got. Chi- I, I thought. You got chills? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I, it looks like a Romeo Juliet narrative because there's like people making out. I was like, okay, maybe there's a love story going on. All right. I just, I just don't. I, that, I, that, I, does, that doesn't help it. No, I, it, does, <laughs> it doesn't help it. Like, it doesn't what's help it? It's it just all. like, I can't see because, like, I've played a couple of uh, Gran Torino Turismo games. And it's literally choose a car, all right, race it until you're able to afford a better one and keep <laughs> racing until you finish all the tracks. There, there you go. There's a narrative right there. But a, poor, where, a poor person two wants... And a, two and a half hours of that, you know. <laughs> two and a half is already too much. <laughs> 20 two, minutes is too much. Come two, on. But David Harbour's in it. So? Look at his charisma. <laughs> Uh, I mean, David Harbour is like I like him for other reasons. I, I'm not a fan of, of Stranger Things, mm. uh, but I like, like him. Hellboy, kind of. No, I didn't even watch Hellboy. What he, was he? Uh, he was in the newsroom. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, I can really see. I can see how he was like uh, Aaron Sorkin, uh, amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm again. I'm excited. You brought the story. Defend it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for the dumpster fire. Here's my sword. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you put that away, Joel. It's a letter opener. Child, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a thing, I guess, and it's gonna probably, maybe, probably. Uh, continue the trend of bad video game adaptations. Yeah, I mean there are game there are games that you could see. Okay, you know this may maybe lend to a film or TV adaptation, but yeah. like a racing game. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's not like even like it's Need for Speed or like the the. Um, even Need for Speed could let them borrow from Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah. It, they're they're pretty much essentially like the same thing pretty much but like with Fast and Furious and Need for Speed you're like an underground racer and stuff like that yeah. trying to gang violence and all that shit but yeah. like you hear you're a racer you're, you're a millionaire who, who well, who's able well, to well to, to be fair they did make a, a movie about Rock'em Sock'em Robots and they added a whole bunch of bullshit narrative yeah. to it, right? So here you go. <laughs> around racing and they'll add a bunch of, uh, you know, they'll have uh, Hugh robot. Jackman show Hugh up. Jackman Hugh Jackman up. show up. An old did, grizzled did racer. Did you see that? Uh, which, Real the Steel? Rock'em so- yeah. Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah. How was it? I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was more surprised. Like, really? They have a narrative. A Rock'em Sock'em <laughs> Robots. The same with... See, I like the Rock'em Sock'em Robots. The Battlefield... The Battlefield... Uh, Battleship, the Battleship was really bad. It was, it was basically, you saw that? I saw that in oh. theaters. Wow. <laughs> you didn't walk out? No. I was about to, and then they played ACDC, and I was like, all right, I'll stay. For an a, for a song you've probably heard 100,000 times in your life? Yeah. I mean, you have explosions in ACDC. You can't. Isn't, wasn't that also Michael Bay? No. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Or Michael Bay produced? No. Michael Bay produced. <laughs> No, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a weird 
Gran Turismo. And then you have Fallout and Last of Us and then God of War. Yeah. Down the line. I saw this article and I didn't, I didn't click on it, but I saw the title and it said that people were giving shit to Pedro Pascal mm. because he can't grow a full beard. Oh, that's rude. I know. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, this is not a full beard. It's more full than mine. <laughs> <laughs> people will complain about everything. And yeah. I wonder if people are complaining about this. Uh, there's not enough racing or something <laughs> like that. Or, you know. Get to the cars. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Godzilla but cars like focus yeah. on the cars yeah hmm. will you see it though what if they have the nice like new car or something like that I don't care I could just google that YouTube it alright that's you know, like one of the, the big selling points uh, when the Transformers film first came out was that they're incorporating or they have an exclusive uh, contract with GM right mm. so mm. they had uh, a whole bunch of uh, concept cars at the time but it's it's not like you're not gonna see them a month later on the road. Yeah, it's like a giant advertisement. Yeah, and it feels like Gran Turismo might be just a giant, a giant advertisement. Yeah. And like those cars are the GT cars. Um, there are for for racing. It, each organization has its very specific rules, mm. and essentially, for a car to be able to qualify, you have to have a you know standard road version. Right. So. Like, it's not like we're not going to be able to see one on the road, you know? <laughs> so, uh, just to sum it up, you're not looking forward not to really. Grasso Turismo. No, no, no. <laughs> Unless they, they, they like, like, mid-race transform. Would you mid-race transform? <laughs> As the, the person is in it, and you hear the scream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe, maybe. But other than that, I don't... All right. Well, that's our show for this week. The first one of yeah, the year. Of many. Of many. One of many, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. To keep up to date with the show, like, share, and subscribe. If you like us enough to leave a rating, we'd appreciate it. I've been your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by your co-host, Ernie. Hey. And this has been Pop Salsa. And remember, be kind, rewind.